0: True Connections is a journey within, to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these True Connections so that you can get into the flow of life. Receive the things that you want, without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. God's Funniest Secret Imagine virtual reality in its most developed form. Virtual reality, or VR for short, has been topping tech news for years and the promise to allow us to explore things in a virtual realm. Have you ever tried it? 30 years ago, I put on this special eyewear and demoed what was then state-of-the-art technology. There's a distinct similarity between VR and 3D films. First, film as a technology is designed to fool the brain. At 24 frames per second, the brain creates a motion associated with each still image that we perceive as movement. You can create your own flipbook, and we call this technology motion pictures. Sometimes we use words not really giving much thought to how they originated. Motion pictures is an out of term that we have replaced with the word film. Film, as a name, comes from the celluloid, or the medium in which motion pictures were at one point made or shown. Today, more and more film isn't. Watching a movie isn't done using film, it's digital. What I've just described is an evolution of how pictures started moving to become film, which is almost extinct. All of this is wonderfully entertaining and it creates a wonderful setup for God's funniest secret. Virtual reality creates an illusion that is similar to 3D images. The pictures are flat and by necessity so are the motion pictures or movies. Additionally, adding a virtual depth to film is done by fooling the left and right eyes so that your mind creates a depth of field virtual reality does the same thing as a 3d film with one big exception you get to control what you're looking at this is done with a certain agreement to rules and thus you can construct or make things in a 3d environment i haven't sat in using today's VR technology, but I can share with you, without a doubt, it's a million times better than when it was first introduced. What's interesting to me is how easy the mind can be fooled into seeing something as real. All it takes for your mind to see something in motion is 24 images displayed quickly to simulate the movement. You know it's not real, but still, something within you tells you that it is. Do you remember seeing the people, how they reacted in the audience when they first saw a film of the train coming their way? Take a peek here at this URL. People knew when they were watching the first films that they weren't real, but everyone wanted to see it for themselves. How many times do I remember going to the theater and being told by my parents that what I was seeing wasn't real? When I watched the original movie Bonnie and Clyde for the first time, the bank-robbing couple is killed in an explicit death scene. If you haven't watched it, put the graphic scene in the context of the late 1960s. At 11 years old, I felt sick and I was taken out to the lobby. The illusion felt real. By any of today's standards, watching film is normal. This technology is about 100 years old, and if we divide this number by 6,000, which is when humans first began creating civilizations, we get the fraction of 2%. This means that film, as a no-big-deal idea, has only been around for about 2% of the time. Virtual reality even less. Now let me introduce another variable into our thinking. Some say our greatest fear is that we are more powerful beyond measure. Fear, as a topic, seems to be a catch-all concept, and in it lies more separation from our ever being able to step into our full illumination as humans. To some degree, this concept could be described as the cruelest joke ever created. It is summarized as this, we are all powerful, but we are afraid of our own selves. There's some truth in this concept, and this, as I expect, is why the notion has been generally accepted. I say generally because there are lots of organized religions or philosophies that differ about referencing you as God. Nonetheless, it's right there in almost all of the writings that we are creators. So here's the bad news. If you're a creator, then you're creating everything. This isn't just for new-age people, it is for everyone, meaning no matter what you believe or don't believe, you're creating everything. This is easy to hear when you create what you want, and it's a challenge when you're not creating what you want. To deny this thought, or if I may, to deny this truth, is to deny yourself. We're back to the bad joke, that you're able to create everything, but you're afraid of your own self. Thus, you're afraid to try. I've shared everything up to this point to present you a question. What if you knew God's funniest secret? (laughs) What if indeed there was a means, a path, a tangible way to your full empowerment? Are you interested? I mean, are you seriously interested? What would this look like? What would it be like to turn on the lights? If you're coming from a physical perspective, I'm not referencing turning on the 90% of your brain that isn't being utilized assuming this idea is true. Can you imagine upgrading your abilities completely? You can go way beyond that. The biggest thing distracting you from exercising your full power is not fear. This is a myth in the same way that it's unlikely that you only use 10% of your brain. Fear isn't the problem. So what is it? What is God's funniest secret? It's this. You have access to everything by stepping away from your senses. What did I say? Let me repeat myself. You have access to your full and total empowerment by stepping away from your senses. Listen to me carefully. If you're willing to step away from the distractions of all the movement, then the universe is yours good to my promise, that this isn't just a philosophy. This truth is as tangible as you want it to be. Here's what I'm asking of you. If only in brevity of this podcast, step out of the movie theater. It's not real. The motion pictures aren't moving. They only appear to move. The means in which pictures are displayed don't require movement either. To create the illusion of a film, I don't need a projector. I can create the illusion with no moving parts. All I need is an old computer and I can display the illusion. I can probably use your phone. I can say, "Siri, play videos of Weston and jolly." And Here you can are some choose the one that West and you want and jolly, to watch. I found on the web. Have a look. <laughs> I didn't mean right now. So see, I've done it. I've displayed an illusion without having to buy you a ticket to a movie. And it was displayed without any moving parts. The illusion becomes even greater or more compelling if I use a bigger screen. Certainly, this is why 4K presentations on super large TV screens is so popular. Currently, the company IMAX has the biggest projectors in the world, and the screens are 97 feet wide. That's a pretty good size illusion. But I've got one even bigger, and you're living right in the middle of it. Everything around you is an illusion. This part of the universe is designed to expand and collapse repeatedly. This is a part of the other illusion of life and death, starting something and something dying. Currently, right now, I'm limited to use my thoughts, words, language, my voice, your ears, and our brains to collaborate in the construction of this illusion. Perhaps, one day, you won't think that you're limited to using your senses, and that might be sooner than later, if you're willing. The true world, the real world as I'll reference it, is outside the theater. If you aren't sure I'm correct or you doubt me, you'll discover the secret of the universe in stepping back from your senses. Oh boy, I can hear your mind wanting to know how, and I'll show you in just a minute, but for the moment stay present with me. Let's explore this illusion further and let me tell you how to clear your senses. Perhaps my explaining how the inner workings of film now makes further sense. In the same way we can fool our eyes and brain into seeing movement, there are a whole host of other things that also support this fake imagery and its related concepts of the illusion. If you remove one of your senses, let's take sight, you'll find that your other senses become sharper. This means your sense of hearing is improved. But what we're really saying is that it becomes more developed, perhaps even more sensitized. Becoming more sensitized is taking us in the wrong direction. I want to remove all of your connections to all of your five senses. It can be done, and there are plenty of people that have and are doing it. But this may require some practice. So instead of removing one of your five senses and you becoming even more sensitive or developed with your remaining four, I want to remove them all. Pretend for a moment I could surgically remove all five of your physical senses so that you weren't processing with sight smell, sound, taste, or touch? What would you be left with? You may be surprised. Stepping back from your senses, which are all activated by movement, or more precisely, frequency, you are able to perceive. This perception goes beyond the brain. I've said this before, but the brain is nothing but a beautiful computer that is powered by the battery of the body. When this battery dies, so will the brain. What I'm referencing won't die. The spiritual nature of who you are is and will forever be intact. Spiritual receiving is locked in forever. That said, your spiritual nature will go into a recessive state when you're using your physical senses. Another way of saying it is that you've come to be overly dependent upon your physical senses. If you want to break free from this illusion, you have to be willing to take off the VR glasses. The VR glasses are required to participate in virtual reality. The same is true with your five physical senses. God's funniest secret may be in knowing that you are created to see, hear, touch, smell, and taste, but it's not the only way to receive. This is why meditation can be a significant tool, because it slows down your dependency on physical stimulation. In quieting the brain, you actually put your body into a sleep-like state. What I really mean is that your body is resting from stimulation in the same way that you'd go to sleep at night. But there is a key difference. When you sleep at night, your brain turns off its normal way of perceiving. There isn't anything to get in touch with physically, and because of this, you are normally in a great receiving environment. There is some further complexity with what I'm sharing because you can process some physical or even analytical things during the sleep cycle. Putting this observation aside, it remains true that you aren't in a condition to taste or hear, etc., Distinction in meditating versus actually sleeping lies in your being aware, but not using your physical senses. It's a clever but important variance. God's secret to the universe is quieting the senses so that you can hear, really hear. Further, you can also express by this same means. It's different than talking or writing something on a piece of paper, or typing out a text, or an email. Expressing in this state is done in holding a space for an idea. In case I'm not being clear, I'm talking about expressing in a meditative state. You already know that you can do this because of your dreams. In the dream state, you can and do receive, but you can also express. Maybe you've consciously set forth a desire to create in your dream state. Again, there's a distinction between working on something out analytically versus being open, really open. Being open suggests being open to receive, and then, when you're ready, you can also express. You express in your dream state as much as you receive. In a consciously meditative state, it's common to practice turning off all the senses so that you can receive. This is what is meant by not thinking of anything while meditating. Every time a thought arises, you let it go like someone handing you a helium-filled balloon. It just goes into the sky. At one point, these thoughts slow way down, and you're able to perceive outside your physical senses. In this meditative state, having slowed down or even turned off your physical senses, you can softly bring forth an energy or an idea to express When you exercise your choice to express, you are activating your ability to create in its highest form. Ultimately, this is so much easier than thinking or drawing a concept to life. You can hold a thought or energy, and there's an automatic means in which energy gathers to comprise the expression. When thinking and expressing physically, we are reaching for words, musical notes, numbers, or even colors in which to express. In expressing meditatively, the process is peculiar compared to the physical ways in which we express. Meditative kinds of expressions occur when you softly hold a concept, an idea, or intent, and there is a gathering of like energy that surrounds the originating desire. Because you're working within a different realm, the thought can be complete. Allow me to describe it this way. When you softly hold a thought in a meditative state, there is an energy that surrounds the thought without you having to find further words to form the sentence. In fact, in softly holding this space, you will find that the energy assembles and gathers without any effort, and at one point, the thought will become complete. This concept of completion is very difficult to describe in the physical realm because thoughts are almost never complete when we express them. Through language, there is much room for interpretation, and we spend almost all of our time following thoughts back and forth, hoping another person can get enough of a percentage of the idea that we can actually share the concept. In comparison, in a meditative state, when the energy completely surrounds the soft idea, it is complete. When source completes the expression as something to expand the flow, the thought is shared universally. To me, this is the coolest thing in the world. Let me explain the mechanics of this. With a telephone, I'm using this device to send and receive words. The volleying of back and forth occurs until there's an understanding by both parties. Unfortunately, with a telephone, I'm limited to receive and express in a singular way that is usually done with a one-on-one conversation. We do have technology in which we can broadcast our thoughts television is a great example. But so far, TV hasn't been interactive. We can only listen to what's being broadcast to us. When you place a simple thought in a meditative space and it becomes complete by holding it in the soft space, the energy surrounding the message perfects. There is no volleying back and forth. As a result, any expressions of this kind are complete A total sense of knowing comes in expressing the idea as well as receiving it. This state of completion will naturally occur when you don't try and hurry your intent. This is why I use the phrase holding a space for the intent. In a meditative place, the energy will continue to gather until the intent or the expression is complete. To understand how an idea attracts like energy, think of a glass full of water. Meditative expressing in this way will be observed first as putting the first molecule of water into the glass. Then, in holding space, other like molecules will gather to complete the concept and at one point the glass will be full. In this analogy, the glass won't be able to hold any more water. Once this is complete, it is automatically expressed to the entire universe. There is indeed a great deal more to share, but let me offer you a conclusion of God's funniest secret. To let go of the illusion, you have to take off the VR glasses. Then you can step outside. God's funniest secret is that each of us has five physical senses in which we perceive. When we rest our five physical senses through conscious meditation that isn't guided, then we create a space for our ability to receive. Likewise, in the same arena, we can also express. When we plant an idea, like a molecule of water, other energy gathers until the glass of water is full or complete. As this takes place, this complete idea is shared universally. God's funniest secret is then summarized as stepping away from your physical senses to receive and express. When this is done, you are creating on an exceedingly powerful level. Fun, don't you think? Give it a try. You'll be delightfully surprised at the results. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjollycom forward slash review, or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection, and it's a tremendous help to others, too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.